0: Hola, hola, it's your girl Erica from America. Welcome to the Confidence Chronicles podcast. This podcast is all about helping you stand in who you are. Stop giving a fuck what people think about you. Start standing as your fully expressed self. As you are, as is, there is no filter needed. You are fucking awesome. And I am here to remind you, I'm a confidence coach and I'm a bold stand for confidence. And I cannot wait to dig into today's episode with you. Hello, my love. Welcome to the Confidence Feels Like Shit audiobook sneak peek series. So in the next coming episodes, I'm going to be sharing with you snippets of my audiobook. If you love this podcast, which you listen to, you are going to love the audiobook. It is six hours of me (laughs) going off script, swearing, saying all the things in order for you to rebuild your self-confidence, own who you are, claim your throne like the queen that you is, all the things. So I hope you enjoy this. It is Confidence Feels Like Shit audiobook. Chapter 11 Your Call to Confidence. Here we are near the end of the book. And now, well, now it's really over to you. Because what comes next for you is completely up to you. It sounds scary, I know, but you got this, sis. The fact that you picked this book up in the first place was the first step you took towards becoming more confident. And I want to acknowledge you. I want to acknowledge you for reading and for finishing this book, for being open to thinking in different ways, and for allowing me to guide you on this journey of creating your confidence. I acknowledge you for experiencing the questions, exercises, and stories in this book. And if you've read this far, I can bet that you already started to reframe your mind around how you want to think, who you want to be, and what you want to create for yourself. By now, you probably know why I've decided to call this book Confidence Feels Like Shit. Everything we've covered together represents some of the hardest and most important work you'll ever do on yourself. You've learned about the importance of managing your mind and questioning your thoughts. You've discovered about how truly important it is that you hashtag FWOT and let people think whatever they're going to think about you. By now, you have an understanding of how to stop people-pleasing, the power of saying no, letting go of the pursuit of perfection and constant comparison. Last, and definitely not least, you've learned the steps to finally start creating your confidence on the daily, no matter where you're starting from. You've made your way through the five C's and learned about the power of consistency and momentum plus how to coach yourself whenever you find yourself in a funk. Damn, look at you, girl. I hope you're proud of yourself. But the work doesn't end here. Actually, here is where it starts. All of this information is so cool, but in reality, it's all a bunch of words on pages in a pink book. It doesn't actually make a difference what you read through if you're not going to actually apply this information. Information can be really useless if you do nothing with it. I mean, we live in an era where there's information overload, where you can literally Google or YouTube anything you want to know. So in reality, it's not about the information you got. It's about the application. Are you actually going to do something with the information I've shared in this book? Even if all you read was chapter one and you actually applied the concepts there, for example, you know, the one about having the ability to respond, your life could change forever This is why I tell my clients to stop binging, to stop seeking more information, and sometimes to stop consuming altogether. Because there is such a thing as information overload. And as Tony Robbins so powerfully says, you see, in life, lots of people know what to do, but few actually do what they know. Imagine if you knew that your life could be changed forever if you actually put what you learned in this book to practice. Would you waste another day? The moment that changed me forever. The 19th of June, 2013, was the day that broke me. Three days earlier, I was celebrating my 30th birthday. The night of my birthday, Hamish and I were due to fly to Indonesia for our first ever retreat. Little did I know that this retreat would be my rebirth and my initiation. Seven years after Gio's death, I was about to experience the biggest transformation of my life but not before walking through the flames and going through the biggest emotional breakdown I've ever had. Hamish and I had only started dating nine months prior, and our journey so far had taken us knee-deep into personal and business development. At this point, we had discussed our future, and we both knew we wanted to be together forever. We spoke about getting engaged, then married. When the opportunity to go to this retreat came up, I told Hamish I really wanted us to go. I knew that I needed this shake-up, and I was ready to go deeper within myself. Hamish was excited as well, but as always, was way more practical than me. Babe, this thing costs $8,000, which is how much I was going to spend on your engagement ring. If we go to this retreat, we're not going to have anything left. And me being me, I said, babe, fuck that. I don't need an $8,000 ring. Y'all are tripping with these expensive-ass rings. I need this retreat. I need this experience. We need this experience. That is a moment we still look back on. The moment we bet on ourselves. We went all in and we bet on ourselves. A retreat in Bali sounds fun, right? Relaxing, maybe some yoga, a healthy menu, an afternoon massage, and an evening meditation. This was not that kind of retreat. Not by a long shot. Which is why just two days after arriving at the retreat, I was sitting in the conference room of the Club Med Resort, crying so hard that I thought my head was going to explode. I could barely breathe. I was having an emotional breakdown. I had reached my breaking point and I knew that this had to happen then and there. This was my moment of truth. I went all in with my emotions. It was messy and it was painful, but holy fuck, it changed me and set my life in a completely different direction. But like, hold up, in the moment, you know, it was fucking horrible. It wasn't pretty, and it was so damn uncomfortable to be in, because I was on the verge of my biggest ever breakthrough. We had flown all the way to Bali for this retreat. We had spent all of our savings to get there. And a big part of me was thinking, we flew all this way and spent all this money to have a fucking mental breakdown in paradise? What the fuck? Weirdly enough, I kind of knew that this would happen. I mean, we left our secure, familiar, and comfortable home to fly to another country— to be in an environment where everything is new and unknown and where you're purposefully there to heal, to unravel yourself and to work on all the parts of you. You literally cannot hide when you go to any kind of these retreats. There I was at my lowest low, and in that moment, I knew that this was either where I would waste all of our money because it was all for nothing, or my life would change for the better forever. So what went down? Here goes. That morning, our mentor asked us to do an exercise. And please know, I did this exercise in a supervised environment with the right people who could guide me, so please don't go fucking trying to fuck yourself up with this at home, okay? He asked us to imagine our current reality, what we had been doing up to that point, how we were living and getting the results we didn't want, how we were self-sabotaging, lacking confidence, lacking self-belief, and really just not going for what we wanted like our lives depended on it. He painted us the picture of the day when we would have to leave the earth, the day where our physical bodies are no longer here, the day we transition and our life ends. He said, Imagine nothing changes and you keep doing what you're doing now. Imagine you keep going through your life the same exact way you are now, not having the results you want, wishing and hoping for more, but never getting it. Not living the life you want to live, not finding love, Not being happy, not leaving a legacy for your family, not leaving the world a better place, and not hitting your potential. Oof, this shit was hitting home for me. Next he said, imagine the person who loves you the most in the world has to get up and speak at your funeral. They have to read your eulogy. What would they say? Who would be up there sharing about the life you wish you had, but never got the chance to create? Although it sounds full on and a bit exaggerated to do this at the time in this retreat, in this safe container that we were in, this exercise was the push that gave me my moment of truth. Okay, if you want to hear more, head to thequeenofconfidence.com, click on order my book. You can download the audiobook version right now. It also comes with an accompanying PDF. So you've got literally the notes that are inside of the book in this free PDF. You've got the practice of confidence. You can write. You can print it. You can get to working on creating your confidence now. It is also available on Audible if you use Audible. Or you can head to the website, queenofconfidence.com. Click on order book and you can listen to the audiobook.